this strip club anthem, nigga, what's up? Young Money. Yeah. Me and Mike Will pull up the AOD back to back. Them AMG 63s. I tell all my hoes, rake it up. Break it down. Bag it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up. Rake it up, rake it up, rake it up, rake it up. Bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up. I tell all my hoes, break it up, break it down, break it down, it We're getting worse at the intro songs. You can't take Danny Burke out of the boy, mate. That's right, mate. Shit. There's a reason I played this because I wore something on the weekend. And I can't remember what it's called, a, a, a wergy vest or something. But it's this vest, and you put it on, and it Bluetooths to your phone, and you put noise-canceling headphones on with it, and it's like you're inside a fucking subwoofer. So oh, it, it vibrates with the tune, and so you work in it. Thing? I don't know why. <laughs> I tried it for one song, and they said, oh, have you got a song that's got a bit of bass in it? I was like, here she is. <laughs> and I cranked that on and thought, okay, and they're like, are you sure? Break it up. Break it down. Anyway, um, you might want to Google it out there, people, and try it. I think they're, they might be quite expensive. I think they're priced in US dollars, but uh, it was part of uh, a number of different technologies that people are using uh, <laughs> People are using whilst working to get their juices flowing. But anyway, raking it up and raking it in, I hear the first home buyers have been the ones that are bringing the cash in and then using it to buy houses. Am I right, mate? I hear they've got a, a, an increased chunk of the total debt that's been withdrawn. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Created. It's like a nice headline and stuff like that, but overall lending is massively down, right? Okay. So, yep. <clears throat> although they're taking a bigger chunk in terms of, like, out of out of a hundred loans, they're you know taking seventy percent and investors are thirty or whatever, and that's got bigger because it used to be fifty fifty. The overall loans are down, so it could be the same amount of first home buyers as previously, oh, I see. but investors have dropped down. That drops down that that figure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, devil's in the detail, but in saying that. Um, I when I was in Singapore, I've, fuck, we did more applications than you know the last two the two weeks prior. It feels like there's a bit. The, I think there's always a demand for housing in New Zealand, right? And it yeah. doesn't die out, and it's just whether people can afford the lending and or get the lending and be approved for it. And I think it does has definitely got a bit harder. We've had a few um bank changes over the last, I guess, month or so leading into. Like the big news of today is that the OCR went up to three point five percent, another fifty basis point increase. The fifth um, fifth rise in a row, is that right? Record breaking, yeah. First time we've seen that, is it? Five five consecutive raises. Five rises. consecutive fifty basis point rises, yeah, all the way up to three point five. And the scary part about his statement was that he was very close to doing point seven five um and to get ready for another Point five in November, basically, like that's the summary of it all. So Shit. they're going higher. Wow. Um, he's committed to getting that to four percent. And didn't you say recently that ANZ have predicted that it will go to four point two five? That's the new estimate. Four point seven five. Four point seven five. Sorry, four point seven five. So we're at three point five at the moment, and ANZ is saying that in twenty twenty three we'll see four point seven five. So we've still got a point uh, one point two five percent to go. That's insane, eh? Shit. I. So that, what what would that mean? That means seven to eight percent. Uh, Mortgage, maybe? Mm, it depends. Like, we might see the wholesale market rate market roll over if we're getting closer and closer to the indicators that say we're leading to a recession and that might keep 
rates pinned closer to the OCR. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we could see. I think we should probably get used to some sixes in front. Um, get used I hope to we sixes. don't. I what? hope we don't get sevens and eights. I don't. I, I'm at the point now. I've right through the pandemic. I was like, and I was too early. I was like, inflation's coming. Inflation's coming. Blah blah blah. And then it came and. Then it was transitory, and I was like, no, this isn't transitory. Mm. And now they're starting to say that it's sticky and we have to fight it harder. And I'm starting to see some data that says it probably will roll over soon. It's hard to say. There's there's all sorts of issues in, in the debt markets and UK and Euro. There's a currency crisis, and fuck, there's all sorts of not nice things happening. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is the flight home from Singapore, I assume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well rested. Um but just the fact that it's like half of all the mortgages in New Zealand are, are about to get a hundred percent increase in their interest costs. Mm. When I say hundred percent, I mean from like three to six percent interest rates. Is that's going to suck? Like the numbers going up. When I first started doing the calculation, it was looking like it was going to be four billion dollars out of the economy. Now it's heading towards six billion dollars. Um, but also that lags. You know, like these rates all get changed over the next six months and it's the following 12 months that we get the effect exactly. of that yeah so i don't know maybe i am early but i do think there's almost enough being being done locally for our inflation the problem is is they're getting the data that um prices are still moving a bit but the main one is uh employment is at unsustainably high levels um and wages are spiraling upwards which yeah. is just providing more strength to inflation. So it's the, it's the vicious cycle that they were talking about that they wanted to avoid that we said ages ago, well, you're probably not going to, and now they kind of it's been confirmed, right, that costs are going up, so then people are asking for higher wages. Wage price spiral, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing. The The median income now is 61,000. Pre-COVID, it was 53. Yeah, well, it's about to be 70, I reckon, next year or something, the way it's going, the stories. that Like, I see a lot of incomes, and I don't see the old incomes anymore, eh? Really? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. A, a lot of people have been having... Well, to, I guess to back that up, we've had a record tax take and that's been announced today as well. The, yeah. 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 And partly that is because there is a number of people that are paying the 39% tax rate. Mm. Now, next year, I think it'll be interesting to see what that data looks like because the first year of the 39% tax rate was 1st of April uh, 2021 to yeah. 31 March 2022. Now, the year ends for them, 30 June 2022. For government? Yeah. Oh, do they run on the Aussie? Yeah, so they roll a June balance date. Oh, yeah. So they've got all of the PAYE salary data for people who are in that top 39% tax rate, which has then given them a larger percentage of tax taken than normal, but a lot of business owners wouldn't have filed their tax returns yet. That's interesting. Yes. Ah. Or actually paid that tax... So that will be due either next year so that it won't show up into their reports and accounts until the next set of accounts that they're going to have. So that's going to be very so interesting. So right now well. their, their, their accounts are drafts. Well, basically, yeah. They're not really finalised, yeah. Mm. Because, and so we've had, a, basically there's been 10% more tax taken than the year before. So they've got more money to play mm. with. But then again, next year, you'd have to anticipate once everyone files their tax return. Mm. You know, oh, That's interesting. I've never thought about that. Yeah, I was started reading it today, and I was like, "Fuck, what a what a life reading this junk." <laughs> um, but but I guess the the thing is that 
there's bracket creep as well. So it's not just those thirty nine percent people; it's the people that are earning sixty grand now, and they yeah. were earning fifty three. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. their seven thousand dollar pay rise is being taxed at thirty percent. I don't understand why more people aren't angry at this. I don't think enough people understand how it works, so then they don't, mm. you know. But it, it will change because they'll, you know. I, I saw someone ask me the other day, "Oh, I'm looking at getting a second job, but I don't want to get a slam of secondary tax at thirty three percent. Is there any way around oh. this?" And I'm like, "Okay, there's two things going on here. One, I they, saw your reply to this. You Doesn't like matter it? if you got ten jobs. Fuck, it was so well explained. Thanks. Yeah, it was really easy to understand. Now oh, I'm glad I got I got it yeah. right. Um, because I'm always trying to think, how can I explain this to people where they're actually going to get it? But I did think what they're probably trying to ask is if I have a second job or another form of income, like how can I avoid paying 33% tax? And I'm like, well, it's just like the same as getting a pay rise at your job, right? So I think that they obviously will maybe earn above $70,000 and they're thinking, fuck, seriously? Like, is it even worth working because I'm only going to get 67% of my income? And my answer is always, well, it's better to have the 67%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's better to have the 60% than zero. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. Eh? I have that conversation with a few people all the time. It's just so bracket creeps here, and maybe they'll do something. I, I think they will do something. I think National are pushing it hard enough to try and get people thinking about it for mm. then Labor to go. You know what? Like maybe we'll do something, but I wonder if it'll yeah. look like free money or it'll be they're going to change the tax rates so the people that earn under fourteen thousand dollars at the moment. You're paying ten point five percent tax. You won't pay any tax, for instance, and. You know, something needs to be done because like, the government just takes more and more money and nothing improves. So, just well, That is the downside, Mikey, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, there'd be people that would disagree with that, but um, you know, that's what I thought today too. I thought, okay, well, there's 10% more tax taken from the people, so that's 10% less that we can all spend. Well, why are we still complaining about, like, why are all the fucking university people going on strike? We shouldn't even get into that. They should go on strike and ask for a pay decrease. Um, <laughs> sorry. Oh, shit, I had no professors listening to this again. Uh, but, you know, like, people complain about hospitals that are at max and, like, all those sorts of things. You just think, well, okay, be good to see something uh, in return. Who knows, mate? But, but, but can you get a mortgage? Yes. Um, can the government get a mortgage? <laughs> yeah, well, clearly. They've got plenty yeah. of cash. They get, they taking get, it from the people. Yeah, they get... Um, so, so who's credit rating? Who's borrowing? Like, are there any different profiles now, or any like people coming out of the woodwork that weren't a month no. ago or two months ago? One of our brokers had a guy today ring up that wants to buy for his, you know, family, one of their family members, and they've got seven properties. So already, <laughs> so they're like, you know, those guys are still around, but I don't see that much of that anymore. It used to be very common. So, so explain that again. So someone that's. They just, want to, they just want to buy a house for an, yeah, and use their seven properties that have got heaps of equity and, in them. And buy one for their children or something. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Was um, it Mr. Luxon? <laughs> <laughs> Shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> no, no disclaimer. I mean, no, uh, yeah, can't be declaring who the people are. Okay. Um, but that, that stuff's not as, as common anymore. No, I don't see it that much. And I, I mean, I like working with owner occupiers anyway. In people that want a home because they want a home, not because they're speculating. And yeah, yeah. So that I've just chosen to sort of not n- not niche in that field, but like I just sort of target that. It's more rewarding for you. Yeah, yeah, I just like the the whole process better and the people and everything. So yeah. But in terms of the changes that have happened, like we've got in these bank calculators that we've got, you know, the interest rates are at the moment are you know low fives, mid fives across the one to the five year. And the t- interest rate in the calculators uh, that we're using the banks, some of them are up above eight now. It's so like, that's a test rate. Test rate, yeah. Gotcha. So they're testing: can Luke afford to pay 
eight percent debt yeah. on. So you're asking for seven hundred grand, Luke. Looks, you know, you might be able to pay it on the five percent that we've got on the table. Yeah, we need to know that you can pay eight point one five. So that's eight sevens of fifty six for the ladies and gentlemen out there. So fifty six thousand dollars in interest alone. And is that say plus the principal repayment? Wow. So they do factor that in too. So it's not just yeah. okay. Can you yeah. service this interest only? Yeah. So you pretty much you can get an interest only on an owner occupied now, but it's you need a really good reason, and most of the time it's principal and interest repayments only. So no one coming to you for hardship or anything like that? Nah, none of that. Um, nah, no hardship stuff. I think people are just getting getting hit with it now. Yeah. I think the first half of the year. We've all seen it coming and no one's really worried about it, but now there's, these rates are starting to pop up, um, these rate renewals. So the people with existing loans are... Like, I had a bit of a rush week, to be honest. Like, that's why I was doing some work in Singapore because people knew the OCR was coming up and the news started saying that, you know, 0.5 is the guess and all this. And that go, flows through and people are like, oh, shit, my rate fits in November. Is it worth doing this week? I see. And I'm like, oh, fuck, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, hi from get, Singapore. Yeah, oh. I'll get onto it now. I'm just at turn one <laughs> watching Max Verstappen. <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, that's one thing that's happened. I mean, what happens when the test rate goes up? I mean, in, the, in probably early 2021, I think the test rates were about mid-fives. So they've gone up 3% nearly now. And the real rates have got up to those old test rates. Um, but alongside it, I mean, one of the downsides is the expenses that would go into the calculator are higher than what we would have put in probably. You no mean one, people's day-to-day expenses like yeah, food, insurance, Yeah, and no power. one, p- petrol, I mean, it's dropped back down, but, you know, all of that stuff, no one thought that there was going to be these huge cost, mm. inflation costs on your daily expenses, so they probably weren't allowed for it that much. But also we're seeing wage inflation that sort of keeps up with that as well. So, yeah. And so yeah. when you run these figures for people, do they get a surprise at what little they're going to have left over at the end of a fortnight or pay cycle? Sometimes, or, yeah. yeah. It normally depends on the person and how they're currently living. Um, like I had a meeting today at, at lunchtime and, you know, reasonable incomes, not big incomes, but so, so diligent with their funds and, so and like money above, and stuff, it's going to be fine. Above median income? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. like a combined income of, what would it be, about 210 or 220 or something. Okay. Um, but asking for a big mortgage and already had a mortgage from, he, he had already owned a property and moved out of it and it's become a rental. So they've got a mortgage on that and then they're buying their own occupied together. If now they've linked up, you know. Gotcha. And, but such good managers of money and saving and stuff like we do the calculations and even if they did pay an 8% interest rate they're going to have a couple of grand a month left over Shit. after all of their expenses and stuff you know so it's not going to be a problem for someone like that um, where it becomes a problem is people have taken out well got big got incomes taken out big debt and kept living their dream while their interest rate's low and then you know hard to now they're yeah. hard to change your lifestyle yeah but you'll be forced to, so mm. you don't have a choice. Well, that's the thing, right? Because this time next year, everyone's going to be on a five to six percent interest rate, probably. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people that are. Everyone, yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. Shit. Ninety percent, yeah. Yeah. There's a few smart people um, that took five years at two point nine nine, which will be feeling fucking beautiful right now. Yeah. We've still got four years to run. <laughs> yeah. Shit, they would be stoked. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just think that. Test rate and what it's done is, you know, I did a with with these guys. They didn't want to buy till February next year, 
so I, they were like asking of what changes could happen. I was like, well, the way everything's trending, this test rate could be at nine by then. So we did a calculation on a nine percent test rate, and you know it dropped the lending that we could borrow based on their stuff by a hundred grand. So that's I how see. much effect it can have. Gotcha. So that yeah, okay, that's quite smart. Mm. Yeah. But then what if the house prices keep coming back? Exactly. Yeah. So these things are kind of imbalanced, right? Like yeah, if they keep if they keep jacking rates as fast as they are and saying they are, then there's going to be less and less demand because people can't get the lending amounts that they want to buy them. So right now there's a gap between vendors and buyers and that that gap will come together eventually. Yeah. Whether it's it, buyers coming back up or, or sellers coming down a little bit. What usually happens over summer? Because usually... Kiwis love a good six weeks off, right, from their mm-hmm. jobs and whatnot. So do you slow down or and less people are borrowing or what happens for you? Like, yeah, my first, the market? my first like three, four years I worked through and I'd always get like one or two deals done. Um, but you can't do anything because all the lawyers are on holiday. Yeah. So you can get people approvals. Oh, they're but batches. Yeah. You can get people mortgage approvals because the banks still run, run – Assessors doing oh, yeah. the applications. Um, the banks are really good over that time because no brokers are sending in because they're all on fucking boats and shit too. <laughs> so um, it's really cool to deal with the banks over, they call it skeleton season because it's skeleton staff sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. But basically you can't you can't move into your home or anything because all the lawyers are... So you can't settle it? Nah, the lawyers can't do the loan documents and stuff. So gotcha. generally speaking, it's sort of... Mm, 11th to the 15th of January before you can start getting stuff rocking and rolling. 10 years' time, that whole process must be automated, surely. Like then well, surely my job's gone at some point. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, I just think of, even in the airport, at Auckland Airport now, like I walked in there and there's a robot cleaning the floors. How good. And like you can have heaps of people and it's got sensors, so it looks like it's coming at you, it's going to hit you, but then it just stops and turns. Or Yeah. Like, what about... I feel um, like this automation thing is going to do it. What about you can get lawnmowers, robots now. Yeah. How good's that? Yeah. Like surely that's going to put, uh, but but also people, they like to drive a, um, what are they called? Ride on lawnmower, don't they? Yeah, I'd probably like a bit of that, eh? <laughs> I kind of, I'd hot it up, get it going yeah. fast as. Oh, but, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't even would. use it for lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, you're, you'd void the warranty yeah. on day three. <laughs> Fucking pulled it but, apart and put a V8 in it or something, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, I think, um, it, I think, my job's reasonably safe for a while because people do like the, and I like it too, like I like sitting down with people, talking to them, teaching them about how the way that banks are going to look at this and then mm. they're also their personal, what it's going to look like. Um, and that would be difficult to get out of a like an AI system and stuff, I guess. Yep. But I'm sure it can be at some point. Mate, anything is possible. Mm. Uh, no changes to the old triple CFA or anything like that, or no, are banks easing up on anything. Kinda, or? I feel like that's a little bit behind us now. Yeah. Um, they, you can see in the background that they're still working on things. Like, if we submit a client now that's over a, a certain level of income in these calculators, they don't force us to declare certain things. Yeah. So if there's that much room, they're basically saying you don't have to tell us down to the cent what your insurance costs. Just tell us that they've got it. Um, gotcha. Because you know we were like, can you please send us your car insurance policy that you got the document for four years ago when you bought the car and it was one hundred and eighty one dollars and sixty three cents, and then we have to send that to the bank and that's yeah. all sort of eased up a bit now. Um, yeah. So I think you can see them, the banks behind the scenes interpreting the rules better and better. And, I mean, I don't even notice it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I've i made it my job from as soon as they came into place so the client didn't feel it. 
and now I'm feeling it less as well. So wicked. Yeah. Anyone that's not getting debt or is not there yet, so conversations where you're saying, hey, we can have this conversation in three months again, but you need to get X, Y, Z tidied up in the first place. Like, what, what yeah, are those things so like? in my basically data recording, I've got a list of like 53 people and oh, it's like a calendar, basically a second calendar that's got follow-ups for people that I've said, look, we can't get it right now. You need to do this saving per week, 220 per week. That means we'll be ready in you know, February the 15th next year if you stick to it. Or it's like you need to pay off these credit cards, there's eight grand owing. Once you've got that done, we're good to go. So I put a time and I'll touch base with you in December. And so I've got all those set up. And there's lots, of, that happens all the time. Yeah. Um, I try and, if I can, I try and, even if I can't get the person alone, I try and give them some advice to work on to make sure that, you know, if they follow it, they'll, They'll get closer to being able to get home, it. Yeah. So it's usually saving some cash to prove that they can actually manage their, manage their money? Yeah, or debt repayment, or sometimes it's like the difference can be that you've got a student loan, and people don't, like people could have really good savings and, you know, good incomes and be ready to go, but the student loan is, you know, sucking out 12% of, of their income yeah. or whatever, and it's holding them back from getting the amount they want, so I might just say to them, right, let's... Let's just wax $200 of your student loan a week until it's paid off in March next year, and then we're good to go. Gotcha. So there's all sorts of things like that. Everything, oh, because that'll then give them 12% of their income back which effectively. Which borrow the amount they want, yeah. yeah so yeah. there's all sorts of little things that we see. I mean, it's real. It's You have to be pretty dynamic because everyone's got a different thing, but um, we do what we can, yeah. Good man. You'll have a follow-up, and how can uh, people follow you up? Oh, just Mikey at guardiansmith.co.nz, mate. Just Google Mikey Smith and I'll be everywhere. <laughs> you won't be able to escape him. Oh, well, as always, mate, the answer is always seems to be yes. Yes, you can <laughs> rake in some debt and buy a house if you want to. You've just got to be smart. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... Uh, Houses getting cheaper for people? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's something we're seeing now well and truly. It's, it sounds like Wellington's taken a hiding. Um, Auckland seems to be reasonably held up or buoyant but yeah there's definitely some deals starting to happen yeah yeah there's just nice. not, there's just not as much demand there's a bit of fear mm. um the debt's got a lot more expensive so you don't even want to borrow as much as you thought you did mate i wrote something down before you got here mm. and i had this little epiphany and i thought because you know there's a fair bit of doom and gloom type chat out there and whatnot and with the old market slowing down and the economy slowing down but we're not in a recession i thought we're moving to an economy where if you produce or service, you will be rewarded and paid, which is how it should work, right? So if you can produce something and people want to pay for it, you'll get rewarded, you'll get paid. You've probably 100%. got nothing to work, worry about. If you can service people, there's someone outside right now cleaning the bloody uh, apartment, well, not apartment, the office building. Yep. So that's service, that's being valued, they get paid for that. And there's less of the... Put your money into this and just speculate and send it up to send it to the moon. Yeah. So there's a very simple lesson for all of us there is that if we can remember to produce something that people want or service people, then, then you'll get what you want. Yeah. Then you can buy a house anyway. Bingo. Yeah. So even if the market, you know, everyone's paying six percent and there's less disposable income and shit, we've just always got to be thinking, how can we produce or service people who are then going to value that to then give us money because value uh, money exchanges hands when value exceeds price mm -hmm. so at the moment the value is in that person cleaning the carpet out there because the owner of this building doesn't want to do it themselves so they'll pay the cleaner to do that and we can all implement that exact same strategy into our lives and then we can go and look for the people who have got the cash 
that might be sitting on three properties with no mortgage, the older people, for instance, and you go, you know what, they probably want these three houses' windows cleaned. Would you like me to do all three of them? Oh, I'd love that. Here you go. Here's $400. Yep. Happy days. Like, There's always going to be money out there. We've got to be more creative and more thoughtful about how we can get that back from some people. So if you really want to buy a house and you need some extra income, you've got to be thinking, okay, this is an economy where I need to do that via producing and servicing people, not I'll buy this next crypto, I'll buy this next fucking share, I hope New Zealand's going to double up and then I'll be able to you know, double my $10,000 and I'll have more of a deposit or whatever. Produce, service, you will be rewarded, you will get cash and you will get what you want. Fuck, mate. Easy as. Happy days. <laughs> hey, rake it up, ladies and gentlemen. Just rake it up. This is so good, this song. <laughs> I don't like Nicki Minaj. Oh, is this like the featuring part? Yeah, we'll, we'll get rid of her. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. There we go, it's better. Rake it up, 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 rake it up. I tell all my hoes, what? Rake it up, break it down, break it down, back it up, back it up, back it up. Fuck it up, 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 rake it up, rake it up, rake it up. Well, I'm the dope boy, the one they talking about.